Blog Talk Radio. All right, so welcome to the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, and I got my buddy here, Josh the PR guy. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, leaving for Daytona, T-minus 13 at. When are we leaving? I think 8 a.m. You better be here. Yeah, I haven't even patched yet. It's not good. Bright-eyed, ready to go. But last time you were here, you are getting your butt handed to you on a little icing challenge. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, you won the first race, and you just happened to win the last race. You don't want to talk about mm. who won the next. Tyler Reddick won a championship doing that, didn't he? Yeah, well, I guess I was the C-Bell, and you were the Tyler Reddick. Ah, oh, I'm Spencer Boyd. But, um, and you're listening to the Eagles now. But we did have an iRacing challenge during the uh, the clash. Yeah. So uh, it was fun. We each put in a, there were about five or six of us. We each put in a track. Some of those tracks were Iowa, Darlington, Old Phoenix. Um, Old Phoenix. My favorite, one of my favorites, Iowa. We didn't make the Richmond. Uh, well, that's unique. Wow. Well, so we're new <laughs> to the podcast world, and uh, apparently our intro didn't want to go off at the beginning, and it just went off now. So. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Can't be but, live radio. That's right. So <laughs> talk about we did i racing. You won a couple. I won the ones that counted. Yeah, you and took the money. There was money involved. Mm. You'll have um, that though. Well, congratulations. You got your first one of the year. Hopefully that gives you a little bit of momentum. Cool. All the confidence yeah. in the world, man. Beating you and my closest buddies on my own i racing simulator uh, was really special. So that was great. But how many likes do we have on Facebook, Josh? We are almost at 9,000, which is pretty incredible considering uh, this time last year we were around, I don't know, 35, 3,800. Yeah. So uh, we're really making a big push to get 10,000 right now. So we got a really awesome prize package. You want to tell them what all is in it? Lots of cool stuff. I had the Sharpie on blast. All right. So. If you go to Facebook, Switchboard Racing Fan Page, check it out. We got this awesome giveaway. It's probably got 600 shares right now. Uh, lots of likes. Really cool. We have a 1A Auto number 20 hat. We got a signed number 76 Grunt Style Chevy Camaro diecast. We have a signed Grunt Style um, crew shirt. Mm-hmm. We got some koozies uh, from Jim Bob's Grizzly Beer Care, uh, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky, um, yeah, hero cards, hero cards, yep. Bobby daughter throwback hero card, pretty cool. Um, so go to Spencer Board Racing fan page on mm-hmm. Facebook, and that's where you got to do it. Yep, share it, give us a like, invite your friends. We're gonna pick a winner when we get to ten thousand. So, so we, we still got a, a little ways to go. We got a thousand likes we need, but uh, we're making headway. Well, you know, I think uh, by the end of next weekend here after Daytona, I think we'll be there. I think we can hit ten thousand. But speaking of Daytona, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I picked last week on the podcast Jimmy Johnson winning the clash. And, uh, well, who won the clash? Jimmy Johnson. He may have taken out the whole field to do it, but he did it. I tweeted, does the 48 have any allies? That was pretty funny. It it was good. But um, it was great. You know, Menard had a great car. I mean, true speed. I mean, are we going to see another Wood Brothers win at Daytona? Um. 
quite possibly. If not Wood Brothers, I think. Uh, is it 10 years? No. no. Uh, almost. No. Trevor Bain won in 11, I okay. believe. So, so we're, we're getting there. We're creeping up. Yeah, we're creeping up. So, well, let's uh, let's fire off these uh, kick-ass tweets of the week real quick. Kind of let our listeners know what we're going to be talking about. We got uh, the qualifying and clash review. Um, Byron on the pole, pretty awesome. And uh, Jimmy Johnson, of course, went in the clash. Um, this came out last week. We're going to talk about NASCAR's new announcement about uh, post-race inspection and that if you fail post-race, you're – you're out. No, no win. Don't be a cheater. And uh, and then finally, we're gonna preview the 500 year race in the Truck Series, the most important race of the weekend. And uh, yeah, so we got some some good stuff. So we will uh, take a quick break here. We're gonna see if our uh, if our media is working. If not, we'll just do some live commercials. Cubby in the corner. Let's get it going. Looking to add a little spice to your life? Head on over to KickAssBeefJerky.com and order yourself a pack of the Reaper Sticks and take the Kick-Ass Reaper Challenge. Too much warmth? They also have flavors such as Original, Bacon Cheddar, and my personal favorite, Honey Barbecue. To order some delicious Kick-Ass snacks, visit KickAssBeefJerky.com. Use promo code BOY20 for 20% off. Also, receive free shipping on orders of $99 or more. Some exclusions may apply. Kick-Ass Beef Jerky. It's just that good. Here comes the field working their way out of turn two. Paul Menard out front. Got a car length and a half to Jimmy Johnson as they work their way down the super stretch. Jimmy Johnson getting a push from Kurt Busch. He looks to the bottom. They touch. Menard sideways. Johnson to the race lead. He picked up Kyle Busch. And there's a big wreck behind him. Truex. Keselowski, pretty much anybody left in the field. Spinning into a heaping pile in the middle of turn four. Jimmy Johnson is going to bring the field back to the caution flag. The leader of the clash. The race is official. Jimmy Johnson is the winner of the Clash at Daytona. Wow. That was impressive. That was good. So, good. Cubby. Our buddy Cubby, you know, he, he helps. He's got the voice for radio. Yeah, he really. Maybe not the face for TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cubby does a great job. I've been, uh, I've been trying to push him to uh, talk to some of the MRN folks or something about working with them. Uh, and we want to stay legal. We don't want to steal media from other people. Exactly. So, we, uh, we're doing our own little Cubby's call. So that was, that was great. Good job there, Cubby. Awesome. So I couldn't have been more happy seeing Johnson, you know, called the winner because that was my pick. But yeah. um, who was your pick? Um, mine was Kevin Harvick, and I was a little surprised the the Stewart Haas cars didn't really flex as much muscle as they did at Dega. Um, obviously, it's a different track, different type of race, and everything. But uh, I was really impressed with Paul Menard. I know we were just kind of previewing that, but uh, those, those Fords look pretty strong. But Jimmy was there when you know when he needed to be. Yeah, I mean the the clash is always cool. I mean people got to realize, and I don't know if fans realize it or not. You don't run the same car in the class that you run in 500 practice, and then if the car survives 500 practice, then you go qualify. And then you got another 500 practice and hope that you don't wreck the car that you qualified for the 500 with. And you got the duels. And that same car has got to make it through the duels. Then you make it to the 500, and you got to survive that. I mean, my gosh, there is so much, so many opportunities to tear stuff up. And, uh, I think Harvick had something to say about that. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later with our, our tailgate talks. But uh, So the class was fun, right? It was a little bit broken up with, with weather delays and whatnot. 
Um, I want to get your take from a driver's perspective. You know, obviously, Jimmy made that contest with Menard, triggered that huge wreck. Um, he was getting called out by a lot of people saying that he just dumped him. Uh, what was your perspective on that? Did, did you think he dumped him, or did you think, you know, it was one of those racing deals? Um, I think Menard even mentioned that he might have come down the block a little bit. So, I mean, there's a lot of different perspectives on this. Yeah, I mean, if you just hit – if you rewind and hit play, it's like, wow, Jimmy side-drafted hard and got into him. If you slow it down and really watch the, the outside of the 21 and his distance between his right rear and the wall, you see him gain distance and come down. At the same time, the 48's coming up. So, you got the 21 slightly blown – you know, giving a block. You got the 48 side drafting hard. I mean, he drove in there, and that's the ideal. You want to you want to get in there and uh, put some air on the spoiler and in the uh, left rear fender well and all that. Slow him down. Side draft hard. Both guys doing what they had to do with rain coming mm-hmm. and already playing a role in the clash. You're racing for the win. I mean, it's a big win. It's cool. It sets the tone for the weekend. You got to do what you got to do. It's a bummer. But, I mean, you saw Paul Menard. He wasn't kicked off crazy, you know. Stuff happened. And Johnson, I mean, it it wasn't the 500. You could tell in the excitement. It's cool that he won. He liked it for his new sponsor, Hendrick. And then, you know, qualifying going good for all them. But it's a small win but good momentum. And you got to realize, I mean, Jimmy Johnson hasn't won a race. Last year was his first year without a win. Listen, I I love it. You know, I, I love what Jimmy did. I know he got a lot of backlash. Um, however, you know, he said in his interview, I'm racing to win. And that's what you want out of your race car driver, whether it's a points race, whether it's a non-points race. If you're an owner, a sponsor, a fan, a crew member, you all want the same thing. You want your driver giving it 110% every lap on the racetrack. And, hey, sometimes your driver wins, sometimes he doesn't. And, uh, you know, Jimmy got it done, but it's a new day next week. To me, Jimmy Johnson showed up in Daytona, and he had something to prove. And I think he's already was starting he, out 2019, you know. With was his, it because Canals wasn't on the 48? Did he have well, something see, to prove? All right, because everything on. he's done has been with one guy. All right, now that you mentioned that, though, I want to ask you, because they've been kind of doing this debate. Is Chad going to win first? Is Jimmy going to win first? Technically, we haven't even had a real points race yet. Chad's got a win, so to say, with the pole with William Byron, and then Jimmy wins the race. So I think they're both starting out pretty good. Both successful in the same day. And I got to give a, a shout out real quick to my uh, my boy William Byron sitting on the pole in the 24 car Liberty University. Um, it's Alta, obviously, but uh, you know we're happy for that. How about the the Hendrick dominance? So that was Chevrolet's 700th pole, at- and they sweep. Hendrick takes four cars: P1, two, three, and four. I mean, impressive. I mean, is my crew chief and I were talking? Did they put a ton of money? behind their Speedway program, or are they just that good? We won't know until we get to Atlanta. But I can tell you, Hendrick shows up every Speedway race ready to be out front. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's something to be said for that. I mean, hard work. Look at the dominance over the last several years, though. And, you know, I don't know how true this is. I was actually talking to my dad a little bit about this last night. And uh, my uncle, who used to work in racing, um, said he found out. And I, I'm sure this is probably still true in some, you know, sense. But uh, I think they have several full-time workers who just dyno super speedway, like plate trats, engines, and stuff like that. So 
if if you have that kind of dedication, which I'm sure you know they do, and Rick Hendricks smart enough to uh, to invest in that, it's obviously playing big dividends for them. Yeah, I mean, 36 races a year, and four of them are plate tracks. I mean, that's a big percentage, and uh, be, and we know being up front tends to lead to survival and wins at speedways. So um, just raw speed is important. Absolutely. So let's take a quick break. Uh, why don't you tell uh, your folks about 1A Auto real quick? Awesome. So I'm having fun on the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, Josh PR guy, Cubby here. But if you're in need for quality auto parts, and maybe you're not sure how to actually do the auto repair, 1A Auto has how-to videos and quality parts at a great price, free shipping. Unbelievable. Very cool. Check them out, 1AAuto.com. So we're back, and something totally different, right? New. First time, hence the song. <laughs> Good choice, Cubby. <laughs> NASCAR announces they will start taking away wins. Yeah, and I've got our uh, our tweet for this. This is from uh, Greg Frank, and he tweeted, it's about time one of the best rule changes I've seen from NASCAR. So we all know when you watch late model racing, a lot of different forms of racing – and you're a driver coming up through the ranks, you know who won the race when you leave the racetrack. Mm -hmm. So you can get DQ'd, and let's say you win the race, get DQ'd, second place, they win the race, or they get teched, and they get thrown out, and then third place. So growing up, they always kept the top three or five in the races I ran. Hey, I've been, I've been DQ'd before. Stuff happens, right? You guys are pushing the limits. It's all about pushing your car or truck to the limit and trying to get away with things, right? You want to get that competitive edge. It is what it is. But NASCAR for a long time has taken them back to the R&D center, find you, all this stuff, right? But you get the trophy and you get the money. The fine never outweighs the amount of money they won. And then the guy in second is like, man, that trophy should have been on my mantle. So now you could lose all that, right? Yeah. Well, see, I, I hated the term encumbered. Cucumber. Yeah, cucumbered. So, you know, last year and, and, you know, previous years, like you were just saying, the winner could technically be illegal, win the race, and they basically give them a slap on the wrist, you know, so to say. And uh, that's not fair because then, uh, you know, they, they started making adjustments where they were taking away playoff points and stuff like that. I think we saw that with Kevin Harvick last year. Um but, you know, you shouldn't still be taking the trophy home. If you're cheating, you should be illegal, you're out, and then it goes to the next guy. So I I applaud NASCAR. I think it's a great move by them, and uh, hopefully, you know, that'll have some guys pay more attention to uh, what they're doing with setups. And uh, I'm going to be interested to see who crosses this line first. Yeah, I mean, I, I got an idea who might. <laughs> I mean, you look, there are some crew chiefs, 
I mean, let's just put it out there. I'm not here to call anybody out, but Chad Knauss is one of the first to push limits. Mm-hmm. He just got the poll. Yeah. Did we tech after the poll? <laughs> okay. So, um, look, at, I mean, Cole Pern, Rodney Childers. Right. <laughs> I mean, they push limits, but these guys are the best of the best, and it's because they constantly push the edge and push the envelope, and you get away with it. And it, But now it could be extremely detrimental to – their playoff chance. My question is, I wonder if it's going to be just like a really hard line or if there's any wiggle room. Like if you're a thousand off of an inch or something off, I mean, is, is that illegal or are they going to give you the any? The line is the line. They, they set a line. You can't set a moving line. Okay. The line has to be set. If you're a thousand over, you're a thousand over, right? You're wrong. If you're a thousand under, you're a thousand under. You're good. Yeah. So if you can be good by a thousand, you can be bad by a thousand. So, you just have to keep it consistent. You know, there's always going to be fans and other teams that think, oh, you know, they're being lenient or this, that, and the other. It is what it is. The rules are the rules. Play them and be as aggressive. I mean, I think you have to be consciously aggressive. Yeah, that I makes think sense. that's the best way to yeah. put it. Like, no, I... push the envelope, but don't go wide open, blatantly cheat, because chances are those guys in the white and black are going to get you. You know, when we were driving over here, we were, we were laughing, and I actually – kind of just thought of this analogy, but it's kind of like pit road speed, right? Where, you know, they give you NASCAR gives you a little buffer to, uh, you know, push the, the envelope, but you don't want to, as soon as you go over that last, you know, they'll give you four ding, point, ding, ding. four point nine, 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 nine. But as soon as you hit five, boom, you're busted. So uh, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. Obviously I hope it, you know, doesn't happen. I mean, I, obviously it's probably going to, but you know, you don't want to see a race, determined like that you want to see all these guys you know playing under the rules pushing it to the limits and then uh you know at least we're, we're going to know who who wins by the time we leave the track and it's going to happen has to happen um those guys are going to push the limits and nascar is going to show that they found someone and will it happen at the beginning will it happen at the end you know the thing is everyone's going to be like okay wait a minute we don't want to be the first one and then people are going to find out how far they can push the edge, and it's going to be this constant. Can you imagine cat if a cat and mouse game? Can you imagine if a championship got decided like that in Homestead? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, my <laughs> voice is shaking. I don't know. I mean, it's frustrating, right? If your guy wins, that's cool. If he doesn't, then like, oh my lord, what just happened? Yeah. But you can't say, hey, you know, you four just go cheat it up and do what you can do. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool rule change. I think it's good. Um, I think someone's going to be the first one. But, uh, hey, if the fans have talked about it and NASCAR took it in consideration, I like it. Good job, NASCAR. Yeah. Grunt Style has teamed with Team Realtree to capture the spirit of the American hunter. Visit gruntstyle.com to see the new Realtree line. As always, these products are covered under the beer guarantee. Return your product for a replacement, no matter if you rip it, stain it, or outgrow it. Remember to use promo code BOYD20 at checkout for 20% off. Grunt style. This will defend.
All right, welcome back to the tailgate talk. What are we talking about, Josh? So this is an interesting comment. I actually literally just saw it before we started the show, and we, we changed some stuff around. But uh, it's Kevin Harvick, and he was quoted on Sirius XM, and he said, quote, take the clash away. Joe Gibbs wrecked five cars, $300,000 a car, adds up pretty quick. What a happy Harvick. Or that, he, he doesn't seem real happy unless he's winning. Yeah, that's true. You know, Harvick always has something to say, but most of the things that he has to say are really spot on. And I'm not saying spot on, hey, let's get rid of the clash. What I'm saying is cars aren't cheap. Yeah. And when a team goes down there and wrecks five cars at roughly 300 grand a piece, I mean, that's within reason, knowing what I know and what I've seen. You know, those numbers are realistic. I don't know if fans realize how expensive these cars are. So when you go out there at a speedway and just kill them. So what's the solution? I mean, obviously you don't want to take away the clash. Is it, uh, you know, we were kind of joking about this when we were watching the clash when it was raining and we're like, hey, let's just throw some some rain tires on them and let them run the road course at Daytona. Is that something? I mean, they know where Jimmy Johnson lives. Send send them an invoice. (laughs) No, <laughs> uh, I, that was great. I don't want people to think I'm blaming JJ for no. that. It was a good race, but yeah, there's no way to really fix it. You know, if no one wrecks, fans are going to say it was a boring race and it wasn't a difficult enough race. Um, and I, you know, wrecks are a product of hard racing, so it happens at the speedways. You are so close together, it can happen quick. And when you're doing 200 mile an hour. Uh, you don't just knock fenders off, you kill cars. And speedways kill cars. At the end of the day, it's not NASCAR or the fans' fault that the cars cost that much. Yeah. That's what it is. And uh, it's a bummer when the same team tears up a lot of stuff. But everyone has the same – everyone's in the same situation. I think the Clash is a great race. Um, it's short. It gets fans excited. And uh, it's some of the best racing you see at speedways. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy for us to say, right, because we're not the ones – Paying for it? Exactly. But, uh, you know, as a race fan or a PR guy, I enjoy seeing that type of racing. I think it's fun, um, and I think it's just a product product of that type of racing. So I don't know if the answer is to take it away. Um, I don't really know what they could do to try to limit some of that. But uh, If Harvick's can didn't get crushed, I mean car didn't get crushed, maybe he would have had a different outlook on that race, but uh, there's only one winner, and that's what I love about motorsports. That's right. Well, hey, let's take one last break, and then uh, we got one last topic, and we're going to preview the 500 and uh, your trucker is Friday. Is your beard smooth? Hey, Cubby, how did you get your beard looking so fresh? Well, Josh, I visited the fine folks at Jim Bob's Grizzly Beard Care, and they hooked me up with some incredible products. How did you hear about them? They just recently announced that they're teaming up with Spencer Boyd for the 2019 season. Oh, yeah? Where can I order some? Visit jbgbc.com for all your beard care needs. Again, that's jbgbc.com. Use promo code BOYD20 for 20% off. Jim Bob's Grizzly Beard Care. Handmade, hand-packaged, veteran-owned since 2017.
back to the Eagles' nest with Spencer Boyd. And Joe goes so fast. Josh Spiarga. So, <laughs> no script. Here it is. It, it does go by quick, man. But let's talk about speed weeks. I mean, the end of the clash and the first time vehicles are back on track, it's going to be the trucks. I'm excited. Spencer, we're here. It's time, man. We've been working so hard during this off season. A lot of people think, uh, you know, guys in the racing industry kind of sit there and twiddle our thumbs in the, in the off season, but you and I know it's been, uh, you know, everything but that. So we've been, uh, we've been working hard and it's time to finally go head south to Florida and go have some fun. Yeah, I'm excited. So leave tomorrow. Uh, I'm driving. Dad's riding down with me. Josh, you're coming. So uh, excited about that. And you're right. I mean, it takes a lot of work to get here. A lot of partners, a lot of guys working their butt off to get these trucks ready. And our number 21A auto Chevy Silverado for Young's Motorsports is is great. We loaded it up today. I I took a a last look at her and I'm like, yes, I'll (laughs) see you in Florida, baby. I'm excited. And, uh, well, let's talk about this truck race. Yeah. I'm not going to pick a winner because that would just not be right. Yeah. Uh, Who you got? Uh, obviously you. I've got you, right? Oh, you got a job for another two weeks. <laughs> Kobe, who you got? See, the good news for me is my paycheck doesn't come from you, so I can pick whoever I want. And there's going to be a lot of good trucks down there, but in the end, of course I'm going to pick my buddy Spencer Boyd. That's right. So, uh, no, in, in all seriousness, no, it is fun to know, you know, you've got a, a real shot at this thing. So how, how do yeah. you feel about that? Yeah, you know, I've driven a lot of different stuff. So showing up, and something that I know is competitive and uh, know that I've seen these guys, you know, work at the dyno and at the wind tunnel and all the hours. I mean, these guys were at the shop yesterday putting final touches on and it's not all about pretty wraps and cool paint schemes and, you know, perfect seats. It's about speed, splitters, engines, everything. And uh, the three trucks that Young's Motorsports has going down there, I think all three have a great shot and I'm just fortunate enough to be driving one of them. And of course we're, you know, excited to meet our friends from 1A Auto. We've been working hard with them this off season, and uh, I, I'm really excited for, for them to get down there and hang out with us, and uh, we can kind of introduce them to the sport and everything. Yeah, so let's go down there and have some fun, but we're not the only show in town That's for right. Speed Weeks. Yeah, we're staying, uh, obviously, through the Xfinity race. Um, we'll be, uh, you know, cheering on, I'm sure, SS Greenlight and our, our pal Bobby Daughter and those guys, but the big show. Sunday, the Daytona 500. Boom. So when will I be in it? Don't I don't tell, know. Don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking. Speaking. Anyway, so we had our, our pits last week, right? Um, we put out a poll earlier, and uh, so we've already kind of revealed our picks for the 500, but we're going to go ahead, go around the table real quick, and uh, if the folks haven't seen it on Twitter, Spencer, you won the clash with Jimmy Johnson's the pick of Jimmy Johnson, and uh, you're going to go ahead and you got first pick for the so, 500. So I picked Johnson for uh, for the clash. He did a great job. Came through for me. Uh, who am I picking? I am changing it up, and I'm going with Joey Logano. Really? It's unique, I know. I mean, Joey's a good speedway racer. Though. He's done it before. He's a sleeper, man. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the speedways, he uh, he tends to do really well, and our previous champion. Yeah. So um, I wanted to preview this real quick before I ask you. I forgot real quick. But this is how we're doing. We're doing a point system this year for uh, for our, our picks throughout the year. So it's going to be you, me, and Cubby. Maybe I should change my pick. 
<laughs> it's going to be you, me, and Cubby. And basically how it's going to work is uh, the winner out of us three is going to get five points. Second place is going to get three. And then the last place is going to get one. And uh, if your guy wins the race, you'll get a bonus three. So we'll keep track of that all year. That'll be a Did little. Did the class count? Nope. It allowed, you, it allowed you to have first pick, though. Wow. That, that was your advantage. So, um, so you got Logano. You got Logano. Yep. Strong, strong. Who pick. you got? I'm going to go in the same in-house teammate, Brad Keselowski. Who? BK. <laughs> It used to be the blue deuce, but now it's the, the white deuce, I guess. Uh, so, Brad Keselowski, he's so good at Daytona. Uh, people have compared him to being the new Dale Jr. of uh, Speedway Racing. So, uh, yeah, he Brad Keselowski is going to win the 500 this year. All right, all right, all right. Cubby, who you got? I, I told Josh we're making picks today. I had to text you guys, get your picks. And... Uh, Josh kind of stepped on my toes there. I wanted Brad, but you know what? I got to thinking about it, and who was good in the uh, clash on Sunday? And if you take out the wreck of Paul Menard, who was up there all day? Kurt Busch. I'm going Kurt Busch for the 500. All right. So there you have it. Kurt's a cool guy. Yep. So we got Logano, Keselowski, and Kurt Busch. Um, The fans on our poll on Twitter, they say we got it wrong. They think we're dumb. Over 50% of them think that it's not going to be Logano, Kozlowski, or Kurt Busch. So they they picked other, and the overwhelming response was Chase Elliott from, mm-hmm. from the fans. I can't believe I didn't think of him. So uh, I think Chase is going to be good, obviously. We know how strong those Hendrick cars are. But uh, could be Willie B. Yeah, or Jimmy. I can't believe you didn't go with Willie B. You got the pole. I know, but I just wow. I Loyalty. Loyalty. Liberty graduate. And you didn't go with your boy. That's okay, though. Uh, that's what's great about racing. There's so many good cars, a lot of great drivers, a lot of personality. I love it. A lot of personality with these young drivers coming up. And uh, I'm having fun doing this Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd. And uh, fortunate to have two of my best friends here doing this uh, podcast with me. So having a lot of fun. Hope you guys are enjoying it. And uh, hopefully Logano wins and I can make it two for two. Well, you know what I'm most excited about is just Getting down to Daytona, man. We like I said, we've been working so hard, and um, I'm just excited that the season's back. And uh, I'm excited for you. Um, I think we're gonna have a really good shot at uh, doing well in Daytona, and hopefully, uh, our next podcast is you talking about your uh, your win at Daytona. You never know. I think we got a good piece. Look forward to getting out on track and getting this season started. 2019. It's here. I'm ready. Let's do this thing. <laughs>